hit me! Episode 333. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek you guys rock and now here's will and trent sometimes being Bougie ain't worth it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. I'm Trent. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, one of ways you can... Uh, if you Let me try that again. If you want to take part in the program, one of the many ways you can is via Twitter. Trent, why don't you tell them about that? Yeah, you can be like uh, Dave Wallace, a longtime listener of the podcast. And uh, he's looking for some, uh, some, some people to join him on a podcast. He's looking for fellow NetHeadians... Um, and he's using they using enunciate uh, the hashtag netheads, and uh, that's how you can talk to us. But probably if you're talking to us live and not just critiquing and being like, mm, actually, episode three thirty three should is is trace triple uh, If you're not doing that, you're talking to us in the chats all across the streaming medias. What the, what the hell are you talking about? What are, what? Are, like, I- what I just you, don't know why we do the Twitter thing because like there's like one person talks to us on Twitter now. Oh, I don't know. Just because it's the banter that we're used to, it's the same it's way true. that you know you just get used to hearing these things over and over. Same way that you, actually, same way that there's probably an entire audience of people that listen to Kevin Smith's podcast that are like, "Wait, what the hell happened to the end of the podcast?" That's not the <laughs> same guy I'm used to hearing anymore. No, it's not. <laughs> Or they're, or they're like huge fans of his movies, don't know anything about him outside of life. And they're like, why is he talking all the goddamn time? He doesn't shut up. He's supposed to be quiet. Yeah, well, that's because they don't understand the difference between a character. Anyway, right. it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah Trent, uh, <laughs> enunciation seems to be a challenge. But yeah, people uh, actually, and that's true, during the program, like Kevin Conroy, not the Kevin Conroy, a different Kevin Conroy, he's saying, hi, Will and Trent via Facebook. Nicole Woods is shouting out to us, and Ross349 saying hi via YouTube. There are so many ways, but, you know, it's just the banter that we're used to. Uh, You know, the same way that uh, I used to be a big listener to talk radio, and and back before he became horribly misogynistic, uh, I used to be a fan of Tom Likas's uh, radio talk show, and and you know he always had the same preamble, so it's the same thing I always do too. You know, he's like, I'm not a right wing wacko or convicted fella. No, I'm your host. Yeah. Um, and so right you're- now, there's like one other person that's probably hearing this going, "Hey, blow me up, Tom." Anyway, you're 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 not a. a- Puppet of the drive-by liberal media. Yeah, you see that kind of stuff. Oh, geez. So, and and was that a quote of, uh, was that Ross Limbaugh? Rush Limbaugh, yes. pardon me? Yes, yeah. G, G. Gordon Liddy just passed away. I read about that, too. He also went oh. into uh, talk show. Speaking of Tom Likas and, and right-wing wacko or a convicted felon, that was G. Gordon Liddy he was referring oh. to. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, keeping it topical. Hey, Trent, yeah. interesting little bit of news considering one of the ways that we do go out is via the uh, the YouTube. Apparently, they I didn't pull up the news story, so I can't really talk anything beyond the, the uh, top level of it. But apparently, they're experimenting with um, hiding dislikes on some videos now. What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, so... So is that like because they'll see like oh this isn't this isn't a critique of of the content this is just malicious behavior or is it just like a feature you can be like I can turn I can show how many likes I have but not how many dislikes I have again didn't read the I mean you know if we wanted to be sure. a, a tech sure. news program I could probably be really informative right. and have read yeah. it and tell you about that but you know that's a level of commitment I'm just not willing to commit yeah. to no and I and I wholly accept that. I'm glad you do, and I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know, but if you think about it, uh, what real benefit does a dislike feature provide? I mean, like, let's look at it this way, okay? Let's say uh, we had a video that went into a vector giveaway that got over 4,000 views, something that we normally don't do, okay? And of those 4,000 views, let's say we only got, like, 200 likes, well, isn't the implication really that at that point there was 4,500 people that essentially didn't really want to like it? I mean, do we really need to add that extra emphasis on the negative? I don't well, think so. Well, and it's, it's, it's interesting because um, in in terms of metrics, it's it's still viewed as a... An interaction. I would, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's still a call to, to action, right? Whether it's... Um, negative or not, you know, and and it's interesting too. I was just thinking, like, because how how Reddit uses their downvotes, like that's a that's in. I mean, it can be used maliciously, but also it can be used as a way to show, like, um, you know, this is this isn't relevant to the topic. You know what? So, so they voted <laughs> down in the in. So it's not as relevant to what's being said. Either way, it's an interaction. Either way, you're getting somebody to do something, and that's the important part. It always hiking. Uh, it it almost harkens back to me in a way from uh, the early '90s or late '90s. I don't even know when it came out, but Howard Stern's private parts in the movie, and, and they're like, there's uh, a certain part, and they're like, the average hour uh, Howard Stone or Howard Stern listener listens for an hour and ten minutes. The reason most given, they want to see what he says next the average howard stern hater listens to the program for two hours and 20 yeah, minutes yeah. <laughs> same reason well What's if they, if they hate next? him why do they listen the average yep. answer i want to see what he's gonna say next so yep yep either it's way true. it's an interaction uh it's it's also a pavlovian response maybe they wanted the audience to feel empowered in a way. It's like, oh, I don't, oh, all you do is talk about the same shit in your stupid lives and TV. It's not really a tech program. Dislike. Uh, Felonious Falconful, by the way, saying attention span is a fleeting trait. Well, it's also the, the way my life tends to go. But yeah, I think that's an interesting concept. I really don't understand. You know, the thing is, uh, I've been running the Good Place Chrome add-in for so long now that that YouTube oh, right. likes and dislikes for me are nothing but either good place or bad place, and I don't even look at bad places. I just focus on the good place. Yeah, because it's. I mean, in in all reality, it's all it's where we all want to end up. In the bad place. The good place. Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry, I was I was so off kilter there. I apologize. Yeah. Ah, really? Kevin Conroy pointing out people are more likely to dislike than like something. That's true. You know, we always tend to, we don't remember the good times. Remember the bad. It's just human nature, I guess. It's, 
it's it's like uh the smog father says you know if you if you take the time to to take that selfie with someone they'll tell three friends but if you don't take the selfie they'll tell 30 friends they'll tell everybody they will tell every last person that's what they'll do yep. uh <laughs> Uh, by the way, Trent, uh, since we last spoke, wait, no, no, not since we last spoke. I think the last, when was the last time we did, uh, did the show? I know we skipped a week. I wasn't two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. What was two weeks from today? Today is the 20 something. It was, it, yeah, we, we did it on St. Patrick's uh, St. days. Patrick's yeah. uh, so since we have last spoken, I have, I have entered the, uh, club 50, if you will. Uh, oh no, the big five. Yes, yeah. Same, same birthday as my father. Your your dad's only fifty. Same birthday date of the day. Uh, yes, not, not year, but the day. Same day. It's interesting. So I, I don't. I still can't remember when my brother Stephen's birthday is. Maybe not my brother Donald's, but definitely my brother John's because he was March twenty or he's a uh, December twenty fifth. But now I will always remember oh, your really? birthday. Yeah, I will always remember your birthday because it's September first. Can't miss that. No, and, it's an and, easy one. And I'll always remember your dad's because it's mine. Um. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I think we discussed it on the last show that, uh, one of the things that I had acquired and was sitting there, I did not open it until my birthday. Uh, and I really wish I had done more reading, uh, was my 3d printer. I got a resin printer, not a filament printer. Uh, right. you know, again, what am I going to be printing? Not sure yet. Uh, but I, I really wish I had read up a little more because the adventure that I went on with that is the fact that, uh, not only can resin is great because it can print in amazing detail, right? And you're not going to oh, get God. those striation or layer lines yep. that you can see in some of the, uh, filament prints. Uh, now the problem, however, is you need to like either, uh, wash it with 95% ethanol alcohol or 99% okay. isopropyl alcohol to clear okay. away the excess residue. Uh, and sure. you're going to want a container to do that. I had neither of those. So I didn't actually print anything, I think until the weekend. Um, the idea, like the whole band? what was that? The whole band, you printed the whole band. No, I, I, no, I, I printed, I don't even know what I said. The weekend. You, you, no, you didn't print anything until the weekend. Correct. So, so were they like, did you have like the, the, the front man and the bass player and. There's a band called The Weeknd. Sorry. That was a joke. It's okay. I understand. I, okay. I was I was thrown off because you said that, and Felonius Falconfull said, if one is ever wondering why views are up or down and wonder why Vanderpump Rules ran for eight seasons, humans are weird. Fair enough. <laughs> this so, is also true. So I did finally print something, and I, and I did the obligatory test print items that you can print out of it, okay. which I find very funny because they are directly described as resin printer torture test prints and and i now know why because uh, although you can't make out quite all the detail you can see that i have an elegu printer if you can get away from the light shine um these particular things are uh they're kind of amazing as a print because there's also ribbon lines that go up the side of the rook there is a a strand a, a, a twined strand in the middle much like a dna strand uh, and it's got a set of stairs that go from the top to the bottom. Look, you can see down yeah, the middle so like, there. So like if I'm, if I'm ordering, uh, you know, some of these companies that are, have, uh, the interface 
where you can go online and you can build th through their online software uh, your own D&D characters. This is what's printing them out is a resin type printer, not not the other kind. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I know of uh, of somebody. Uh, he's one of my followers on TikTok. My gosh, I can't remember why I can't remember his name right now. Uh, but that's one of the things that he likes to order are like little miniature things that are are D and D related, and so he um, he uh, I've seen him order some of these things, and I could print things like that out on my three D printer and then sell them, which would be useful. Yeah. Now. Obviously, the test print, I've got two of these rooks now. It's almost like, well, what am I going to print out a whole chess thing? But no, yeah. my, my friend who also has the same printer said, what you will do is you will look at the marvel at the level of detail. Be amazed at how well they're crafted. Throw them in a drawer. Forget them forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which which I am I'm more than willing to believe. But what I did do is I I did a little research because on the last show you spoke about uh, Agony Prime is what Felonius Falconfall is 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 mentioning. Yes, that is correct. He would buy all of them. Oh wow! So I'm guessing either Felonius Falconfall is Agony Prime or it's uh it's somebody that knows him. Uh, so I I took to heart what you had said uh, because you had mentioned this this flugelhorn of a thing that. Yeah that your um that will kent had printed up yeah which i thought was amazing because it's a great concept uh, because i use my cell phone uh just in the shower to listen to podcasts sometimes the volume level is good sometimes it's not um and this you know why don't you why don't you describe the device take us back to uh to last episode because god knows i'm not yeah. pulling the sound clip so so essentially it's 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 just a a cone like an like an amplification cone that part of the design is it holds the the phone on one side of the shower curtain rod and then it hooks over like this so it's it's kind of an s and then it opens up the the ear part opens up out and and so that's taking the sound and projecting it out just through its own um convex parab parabolic uh shape geometric wonder and sound yeah. amplifier and all that jazz so this sounded great. So I quickly went on and, you know, I've been looking around for things that, I mean, I may or may not have a Mjolnir uh, print that I may be looking at printing, you know? Yeah. Um, I may or may not have that, but, you know, that would re require being able to properly cut it up and do multiple pieces, glue it together, all that jazz. So I did some research and I found something similar to what you were describing. Uh, the only thing though, is that it's not made to go over curtain rod and I'm sure Will Kent being the man of resource he is, he probably found this was able to modify it. So it would work over a shower curtain rod and the like the one I found would go over like your conventional shower that has a door and a one inch frame on it. So this would hang over it. And I thought, oh, well, that'll be cool. That'll be a nice thing to experiment with. And that way Denise can use it because our upstairs shower has that. I use the downstairs shower right adjacent to the, to the office slash beat studio. Take from that what you will. Uh, and, <laughs> and it has a shower rod, which is more than one inch. I believe could be wrong. So I thought that would be an amazing thing. Now, when I brought it in to the, uh, to the software that came with the 3d printer, uh, what I encountered was uh, it saying it was way too small. So I sized it up and I was attempting to work the dimensions and everything else. And what I ended up discovering, however, is that even though I thought I had sized it up, well, let's just say I, I don't think I sized it up very well because oh, 
boy. I mean, you know, it'd be great if my daughter's Barbie has oh. a mobile. I'm sorry. I should have held Hold it. Hold on. Hold on. That's like an inch. <laughs> Overall. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It is. I scaled it up. But look at, hey, but you know, one thing you got to respect. Detail like, though, baby. Even in small scale, look at that internal detail. You can see where the, there's the split where the cell phone would go in. There's the gap right where the there. sound would come out. And then it yep. would just, I mean, uh, there's even this flat surface and this rebound area right here for the sound to echo back. I mean, it's really, really in, uh, needless to say, when it said it was going to print in an hour, I'm like, okay, well, something's wrong. But you know what? Let's let it ride anyway. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know the exact time, but like, Will Kent's 3D printer is running 24 7 at our house. Uh huh. <laughs> it's always printing. So I, I would assume it would take a long time. Now, is he one of, is that because just because of the things that he wants, or is he one of those people that's, that's also using the printer in a way to monetize it? Oh, no. It's, it, I, I think it's just for like stuff that, like we use around the house or need or cool ideas, stuff like that. Oh, really? So, so, yeah. so he's like, he's fabricating in a way like, uh, oh, you yeah. know, this would be really ha handy if we had a post with three trivets on it or something. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So like, um, I know he's, he's, um, he's built some, some stuff for, uh, cause he's, uh, uh, the high school hockey goalie coach. And so he's built like some, I don't even know what they are, but some, some training things, uh, that hang, down and help the goalies i don't know uh what else has, has he printed uh the training things with the, the stuff parts. i'm sorry what replace the parts on uh appliances a bunch of those actually you know um, it, it's funny you mentioned that because in also examining options for a filament printer what i discovered is that some of the first things they recommend you actually print are additional pieces that will make your 3d printer more efficient interesting yeah that that one threw me for a loop it's like okay so wait a minute like I, I can't do that with the filament printer which by the way now that i under or the resin printer now that i understand it is the amazing difference? technology that blows me away because literally there's this flat plate that lowers down into the plate of goo that has a clear layer at the bottom of this tray. And then underneath that is, is basically where a UV screen will project up light just where you are building the current layer. Now, for some reason, the idea is the surface of the plate is stickier to this resin than the bottom. Uh, the, I think, I don't know what the abbreviation stands for, but I think it's called the FEP is the piece of plastic on the bottom. I, okay. I thought it was a Cardi B song. I was wrong. The feppening. Yes. And so then what happens is it will raise up to, and the, the layer will stick to that. And then it will come back down within that build gap of like whatever the, the width is and just cures yeah. another layer and does that over and over. And it's an, I mean, when you think about that, that is just freaking amazing. And because the resin is a like substance, that's why you don't get the layer lines. But I mean, like what kind of mind comes up with that? Yeah. Well, and it's, it's funny. Do you think we call it a printer just because it's it like it sounds and 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 can move like a printer because it's not printing. A, I mean, a print is, well, is, is an impression. 
See, now you're going to get into that whole argument of if I sit down at a computer and I generate words within a word processing program, uh, and even though I put all of those words together into a multi-chapter book that I then am able to sell, am I truly a writer or am I just an author? Because I wasn't really doing any writing. I wasn't physically taking pen to paper right. or parchment and a quill right. or what have you. Right. No, I'm just I'm just talking about like, like, like if you look up the term print in the dictionary, it would be to Im impress on paper with ink. Okay. I would, I look, I would still say that if you can get away from the conventional definition of printing, because what is printing other than transposing? Ink on paper. Okay. I mean, you know, if that's the way you're going to be about it, we can't have a conversation <laughs> about this. All right. No, I, I like, but the thing is, there's no other term. Like I've, I have honestly racked my brain about like, what else would you describe what it's doing? Like generator? Yeah, I guess. But yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, really it's a, uh, honestly speaking, if you really want to look at it, it's term. a, it's a fabricator, right? It's a fabricator is what it is. Yeah. 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 That's really what it is. I mean, I think there was a, speaking of 3d printing again, I think there was something I saw in the news that there's a guy in Texas He's the first homeless person that has now been moved into a home that was 3D printed. And I, I've seen about this what? technology before. Think of a filament printer, but on a massive scale. And instead of filament, it uses a specific concrete mixture to then just keep laying down layer lines for all the walls and everything else. Yeah, it exists, brother. It exists. The truth is out so there. I'm just, I'm just thinking like it would have to be like a fast drying thing, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Well, I, I guess that because like, does it have rebar reinforcing it and everything? No, no. And, and in the end, I mean, really what it looks like, if you take a close look at the walls as it's being rendered, it looks like somebody putting a layer, uh, like a, a piping of frosting yeah. on top of a piping of Each frosting. Layer. But I yeah. would also imagine that regardless of the rapid cure or not, that it also probably takes into consideration the distance being covered in that, you know, because because it takes the computers with the smart brains and the intelligence to figure these things out. Because I would That's imagine you could start printing at this point, And by the time you get around the entire print of that layer, it's ready to go up on the next one. Yeah. Exactly. Now you're now now you're now you're yeah. thinking now you're cooking with cheese whiz, my friend. You like the cheese whiz. Oh man, you know, I can't even remember the last time I had it and I miss it so much. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying it's something I absolutely need in my life and I'm not saying it's anything you truly need in your life. I'm just saying that every once in a while you do need some shitty type of cheese product that comes out of a can. I, I just think there so are true. those points, you know, I, I don't know if it's probably more than likely like two o'clock when you've come home, home hung over. That's really the time you would use that, but no yeah. other time. Like at least yeah. no, that's not that's the only healthy not even healthy never mind, yeah. um, so yeah I I definitely need to do more research uh, around <laughs> how to because I mean I it was the best of intention and no I didn't print the other although I really should just print the other side now and make the totally. world's tiniest one totally yeah <laughs> it, it would work it would work for Zoolander's phone and that's about it yeah it's just that's so yeah I I had such a laugh. But the, I think my favorite part, of course, was being able to, like you didn't hear the, about this before, but my favorite part was being able to send you the image of this in relation to a quarter next to it. Seriously, it's it's like an inch. 
it, it's so ridiculous. I mean, just, I, I'm so, honestly, I'm embarrassed, but not really too much. <laughs> Still, I, I have no but, excuse. But, so are, are, are you like, but it's, it, it's another thing though. It's another thing that you have to like learn is like, cause these vector files that it uses are completely different from like a 2d vector file or even like an, like a CAD file, right? Like it's its own thing. It's all, it's all different, man. It's all computers and stuff. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't okay. know. <laughs> but, but there are the interesting thing too, though, is I think being able to, cause right now all I've done is fuddled around just mildly with things that have been created. Although honestly speaking, I would like to get into utilizing a computer assisted drawing a cad program to actually start developing some of my oh. own stuff as well yeah yeah uh because well, i could it, like it, like it, especially for something like by the way if you want to reach out to will kent on my behalf and just ask him if i could have the stl file for this in appropriate size i would greatly unless it was him that posted this to reddit and you're like here you go jerk wads good luck figuring that out Dude, that is like the ultimate troll move though, right? You just like, you take all these like really good, like awesome designs and then just miniaturize them and be like, here you go. Here's my whole library. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> that yeah, was go ahead. brilliant. Yeah, you're a maker now. Figure out what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> Try and print something useful. And instead I got to worry my dog will choke on it. That's lovely. Yeah, oh, that's the first thing when you're like, what, 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 uh, I print it out and throw it in a drawer. I'm going to forget. It. I'm like, just hide it from your dog. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's dangerous, man. That's not good. By the way, he is in here somewhere, but I got to say the most, uh, wonderful thing about Winston is how adorable he is. And the most disappointing thing he is, is that he is very strong willed and very aloof. Even when I had him initially trained to respond to come it was only under the express circumstances of him being there, me standing here and doing this. I can't ever get him to come over here to try and show anybody my dog. Right. Yeah. And and then it just negates everything that you've been like, I'm just for your benefit. I'm bragging about you, man. Uh-huh. Exactly. I'm You're trying to show I'm trying to show the world you, buddy. Come on. Help yeah. a guy out. But no, he doesn't, he don't care. He I hate to use bad language, Trent, but he don't care. Hey, by the way, Trent, I don't know if this even is a thing in Logan, Utah. Uh, one of the things, oh, sorry about that. One of the things that I've been uh, trying to do is not really during the whole pandemic thing of it all has been trying not to go out. Like I, it, when I've been able to, I've, I've tried to make sac not sacrifices, but I've tried not to order out food and cook more in and to help balance that yeah. out. I also try and use services like Instacart. Now tonight. Like uh, the lofty goal, I even said, I think it's ambitious, but let's try for six o'clock tonight. And then it timed right. out well because I used Instacart to get some of the ingredients that I didn't really have. And so uh, I scheduled it and it was going to show up at six. And then it said it was going to be at 715, at which point I'm like, perfect. Just cook dinner right after because we're making street tacos tonight. Oh, if you know anything nice. about street tacos, that's just Hell's like. Yeah. It's just like a quick 15 minute cooking job and you're, you're golden. Like delicious. Everyone's happy with it. Yeah. I, uh, one of the things I got for my 50th birthday, Trent, uh, was a, uh, a cleaver, like a, a butcher's knife type yeah. thing uh -huh. and a two grit sharpening stone. Oh, dude. I, I got to tell you something. 
if you uh if you properly use yep. a 3D uh or not a 3 get on the pa- same page well if you use a a sharpening stone correctly what you wind up with is a goddamn lethal weapon yep it is it is somewhat terrifying but it uh, one of the things that I have fallen in love with in making street tacos at home is either getting a skirt steak or a flank steak and mincing yes. my own ground beef or my own beef. Yes. Oh, you're doing it with beef. So oh. I, I I like to go the same way, but with, with pork. And oh. Then you just shave it super thin and make it's it's carnitas essentially. And in this case, uh, in Spanish, I think it's the adobada is is the equivalent when you just mince up the the meat. Yeah. Yeah, it's something along those lines. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to mispronounce it and sound like a schmuck. Um, but yeah, I use the skirt steak or the or the uh, flank steak. In this case, it was flank steak because you buy that in bulk in Costco. It's like, wait, how is the bill go up fifty bucks? Oh, I bought a bunch of meat. Um, but interestingly enough, the method that I use that I found online in order to mince the meat uh, was to uh, do stripes. Uh, you basically cut it a 45 at a quarter inch, flip it, do the same thing. Then you flip it again. And now you do it a 90, right? Flip it again. Oh, yeah. 90. Yeah. And then I just then cut at a quarter inch all the way through diag- kind of diagonally whole- across the grain. Hey. And yeah. it's just, it is an, um, it is the most amazing street tacos I've, I've ever made at home. The fa- and I, and it makes me wonder why I've dealt with, with spice packets and ground beef my whole life. I think honestly, the, as far as like cooking and especially meats go, the, what, once I just like switched over to using three ingredients, which is garlic, salt, and pepper. And I started making the best like meat I've ever made. And and I was before I was always like, well, I got to stop by and get a taco seasoning pack, or I got to stop by and, and, and get, you know, the mesquite uh, seasoning pack for the steak or whatever. no, like keep it simple. And it always tastes good. Yeah. Uh, in this particular case, when I'm making the street tacos, I'm using uh ground uh, chipotle powder. I'm using, mm. yeah. Uh, then just the typical, uh, what is it? Red pepper. Uh, I can't Pe- chili powder. Pe- chili so, powder. Okay. So I'm using chipotle chili powder, regular chili powder, and uh, I think a little cumin. Is that how you pronounce it? Is it because I don't think it's cumin? That's weird. Well, it could be. Well, I mean, it would be really weird. But no, I mean, is I it pronounced mean- cumin or cumin? Oh, <laughs> it, I, I believe it is pronounced cumin. Um, though, I mean, having having worked in a grocery store, anyone that has been sent to pick it up always uh wants to make a joke out of it or overshoots trying not to make a joke out of it and ends up embarrassing themselves yeah i i didn't it, it looks like cumin. i don't know just, but i don't know whether it's cumin or cumin either way uh that and then just a little bit of salt that's it i yep. will i because i don't cook my street tacos with onion in the meat i will also add a little onion powder to get the onion flavor yep yep because yep. uh, that's that's how i roll uh, and then just cook those things up. And it's just, it is such a quick, easy and, and just delicious meal. I I'm just amazed at, at how fast it is able to be cooked up. It really, it really just blows me away because man, well, and on, on top of it, man, like, uh, like it's, it's so much easier when you have, uh, the, uh, uh the, the meat that's, that is, uh, 
prepare like if, if when it's all the same size it all cooks evenly right and so that it just adds to like the guesswork or not ha- or having some strips that are super raw and some that are overcooked and burned or whatever like uniformity is key in that yeah i also find that the important thing too is to go ahead and have the heat high for that initial sear and then i just yep. go for a lower heat for the finishing so that way i don't dry it out yep yeah uh, honestly like it's one of those adulting things, but the best $20 I think you can spend in your kitchen is on a, a, a knife steel. And then just every time you use it, just, just sharpen it up, give it a few swipes and you will always have a good knife. Well, you know, since, by the way, totally forgot the, to even talk about the topic. I was whole point is I did Instacart was dependent on the ingredients. And instead of, oh, cilant- right. instead Instacart. of a, a cilantro, uh, what did my wife say that they got? They ended up getting Italian parsley. Oh, very different. Yeah, extremely different. Very different. Not even in the same realm. Nope. Second goddamn time, too. So now dinner's oh. going to be a little delayed because guess what? I'm going to the store anyway. So these cats, so basically, they they just go out and do your shopping for you? Yeah, that's the idea. You can pick from the ingredients and then somebody gets queued up and then bada boom, bada bing. And, the, and, okay. and, and this isn't the first time that Italian parsley has, has arrived. It's just really upsetting because everything was dependent on, on, right, on that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, well, now, now it's moot. Cause you're going to the grocery store anyway. You could have saved the, the, the money and just done it yourself. Yep. Could have saved the service fee and the tip. So say yeah. la vie. Cause I know I asked. See, our, yeah. We don't, we don't have that here in Logan. The grocery stores themselves will deliver. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ours do too. But most of the time, like same day is not achievable. So that's oh, why right. I would go yeah, to that okay. service. That makes, sense. That makes Ke- sense. Kevin Conroy pointing out, I'm not a cilantro fan. And I'm not surprised because there is a portion of the population. Cilantro tastes like soap to them. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I am quite the fan. Good. Yeah. I don't have an issue with it either. My daughter, I think for her, she picks up a little bit of the soap flavor, but she's willing to power through it. But yeah, there are some people yeah. If you if you don't if you're not a fan of cilantro because the taste is like soap or the taste is weird, that's what it is. So, uh, f- you you fully have my support and I respect your pain, sir. Been there, done that with other things. Yeah, you know, there's a certain population that that can't uh, smell the the pee in their asparagus either, Trent. You know, I I don't ever eat asparagus, so I don't know if I if I fall under that. Uh that category the next time we get together (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna make you some asparagus just to see how you react so have you so speaking of of uh uh, leafy herbs that are eaten uh around the world uh are you familiar with coriander i have heard of coriander so uh in brazil they they use coriander the way say like uh mexican cuisine uses uh cilantro and boy the first the first few times i ate it i could barely even like put it down my throat like it was not great uh but then i kind of developed like i tolerated it but i never got a like a love for it the way they like native brazilians do (laughs) felonius falconful says asparagus smells and tastes like feet and and zach uh zach byerly is saying that's cilantro same thing uh (laughs) Miranda uh, Raglan is asking, "Isn't the isn't uh, the thing your coriander the seed from cilantro?" Oh, maybe it is. Maybe so it, so it, it is. So it so it is the same thing then. 
there you go. Maybe I, I only knew the, I only knew the Portuguese word, so I looked up the the Portuguese translation for coentro is coriander. There we go. Interesting. Well, do some research on that. Well, Trent, the important thing, as always, is to know the devil in the details. Whether it's your sizing up uh, a True. 3D print, or True. perhaps it's knowing where your soap is coming from. Trent, let me tell you, big fan, big fan of the Duke Cannon Supply Company. And I found out something, and I'll tell you the reason why. I went on a little bit of a journey, Trent. I love Duke Cannon. Now, but I'm a person, I find something I like, I stick with it. Now, I originally sure. got introduced to this because my wife got me the gift of a big-ass lump of coal, which was a gigantic brick of Duke Cannon's uh, coal-infused so love the smell oh. love the lather love the way it makes my skin feel love everything yeah. about it now i could venture into their midnight swim i could try their leaf and leather i could try campfire but me i like the big lump of coal so i went online sold out at duke cannon and company so i did have to get it from amazon but one of the things i discovered when the box came is that a portion of each purchase of Duke Cannon Company goes to support America's veterans. I did not oh, know this. God. Dude, and and if if there is if there is uh a group that regardless of, of where you stand on what their bosses are doing that doesn't deserve uh the respect and the compensation that they put into it, it's it's our veterans. They are just under under uh, taken care of. And so this is a great way that I'm assuming we can help out. I completely agree. You can get yourself clean. You can help America's veterans. It's, uh, you know, I really, I, I'm just, I'm a big fan of their products. And you know, if it, it, it's not just soap that you're into, they got bundle packs and everything else. Go to netheadsonair.com forward slash Duke. Uh, that'll take you to the Duke Cannon Supply Company. They have gift sets. They have a tactical scrubber and soap bundle, Trent. Now this is genius. It's not Tactical. like it's not like a sponge. It looks more like a, a kind of I don't even know how to describe it. But it's a pouch you put the soap in and then you get that wet and you scrub it that way. And it's it's ah. Have you ever seen those sponges that are like layers of lace? It's kind of like that, honestly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's but it's 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 like a a not gross approach to a loofah. Yeah, dude, they've got bush sandalwood scent soap. They've got uh beer soap. Uh, but they've also got grooming products for your beard, for your hair, for your, for Ooh. your, yeah, the beer. I, I'm thinking one of the things I need to do is probably send you a, a gift pack of, of the beers, be, beer, because soon, you know, masks will be a thing of the past and yeah. we'll be able to properly yeah. groom and back on, man. Yeah. Felonious Funk saying, now I'm buying coal soap. Good luck finding it. But when they get it back in stock, it's amazing. The whole point is go to netheadsonair.com forward slash Duke. Uh, that'll take you to the Duke Cannon Supply Company, where you can buy plenty of products uh, for grooming, getting clean. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm totally thrilled. I got to try their cold shower bundle too. They got cold, cold shower powder, dry ice, deodorant, all kinds of stuff, man. Duke Cannon Supply Company. Thank you for your support, uh, and thank you for supporting our troops, uh, Trent. I'm not going to get into the details of it because you're not watching it yet. But I got to tell you, you are in oh, for I quite a. I don't, yeah. You're in for quite a goddamn journey when it comes to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I'm not Hell's even yes. I am not even talking about it from the angle of oh the superhero stuff or anything else. I mean, right. 
I am hearing things from America's veterans watching this, talking about how it's even a reflection of the shitty way America's vets are treated after service. Dude, I am. Oh, I mean, I mean, you, you've known me. Uh, and, and I always, you know, I, I get such a uh, hard on for anything Captain America. And this is this is Captain America's legacy in the MCU. Right. Yeah. So obviously I am just on top of it all. Uh, again, no spoilers, folks, because I'm not watching it till it's so I can watch it all in one sitting. But Civil War was so great of a movie because it wasn't a superhero movie, really. It was a, like the majority of the film itself is kind of an espionage spy thriller. Everyone, you're summing up every one of the Captain America films. They're, each one of them are a type or a genre film. Yes. A Captain, yeah. uh, like the original Captain America, the first Avenger. It is far less a, a superhero story and it is more of a just a World War II story. It's a period piece. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. And I got to tell you too, when I first saw it, I was iffy on it, but in rewatching it, it's a goddamn good film, man. It really is. Honestly, and I had this discussion online with a friend of mine just the other day, like, it's probably my favorite of all the MCU. Well, for me, though, then you get into Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and that right. thing, again, not really a period piece, but still a genre oh, yeah. film. It had such strong three days of the Condor vibes for me. Yes. Yeah, that's that's where I was where I was not not Civil War, but uh, Winter oh, yeah. Soldier it is straight up like like Manchurian Candidate type type movie. Well, and even and even Civil War does get into that in a way. You know, the yeah. only thing is they got a big thing where all the the heroes fight. Which which of course, if you've been a long listener of Netheads or Watcher, you know that that is like in the of any Avengers movie. There is also always going to be a part where they have to have the obligatory Avenger versus Avenger fight for some yep. reason. Yep, it's the same as any comic book. Yeah, because we all want to see that, though. And I still, yeah. I part of me still wishes, by the way, for me, one of my favorite movies, like if you could look at the playback in my library, I think you would find that the one that gets the most play in my house is actually Thor Ragnarok. Oh, great movie. Yeah, really. It is, it is, a, it's just a, it is a consistently entertaining film and it just, it has great pacing and good beats. Although I admit that I was obnoxiously annoying my family on March 20th because all you could hear continuously playing around my house was the portion where uh, Banner goes, oh, that looks like a gun, gun in the uh, in the Grandmaster's uh, or party ship. And he hits that. And then it's it's just Jeff Goldblum wailing, it's my birthday. And I'm, my wife is really <laughs> regretting I did that now. But um, just now on the recording, not... I mean, she regretted right, yeah, yeah, it today yeah. too, but... Yeah, boy, that was so much fun. Uh, Momo and, Shannon and, pointing out, by the way, she saw Vector's little eyes and got distracted. There he is. There's Vector. And uh, Thor Ragnarok is is only half a Thor movie. It's the other half. It's a Hulk movie. Yeah, and the thing, the place I was going with that is one of the things I deeply wish that they had done is they had just not revealed in the advertising whatsoever. That, yep. you know, you were going to also get Hulk in this movie. Because imagine seeing that auditorium scene and then just and like. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because going into it, we like everyone was like, oh, this is this is the planet Hulk, planet Hulk story that they're doing in the Thor movie. Right. They they slipped a little bit of that in there and, and it yeah. was nice and I enjoyed it. It is just the John Carter story retold. Yeah. Well, it. 
probably more effectively and making far more money in the movie theater for them. Yeah, movie wise, yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> By the way, folks, if you've been tuning in and you're like, hey, Vector, you said something maybe about Vector. Did you say something yeah. about Vector? <laughs> yeah. We are still Very doing. Neat. Yeah. Even even he like, did you say my name? Yes, I did. But, you know, just go BB and pretend like Quiet, you. you. Yeah, that's kind of it. Um, yeah, we are still giving away a, a Vector. It is still happening. As a matter of fact, uh, I think the final day, this is the way it's breaking down. So if you if you heard me say something on TikTok and you're like, wait a minute, I don't understand. Uh, first of all, go to NetHeads on, nope. Well, uh, if you go to bit.ly L-Y forward slash Vector dash giveaway or giveaway, or you just go to netheadsonair.com slash vector dash giveaway. Um, either way, that's where you can still gain entries. Now, there are over – here's a little bit of an interesting math, Trent. So one of the things I said originally was, you know, there are only two prerequisites. Follow me on TikTok and also follow the YouTube channel. Now, there are over 3,700 people registered with over 14,000 and some odd entries. So for the people that the, the giveaway software gave you issues for, I'm really sorry, but obviously it worked for some people. So I don't feel too bad because that's over four times the number of entries yeah. as there are entrants. That, that it, it worked for, I think it's a metric shit ton of people. <laughs> it, it worked. It worked up enough. It, it, it worked up enough. That's amazing. It is. And, and, you know, our Victor giveaway video got over 4,000 views. Very thrilled about that too. Um, but the thing that, that, it, like I said, one of the prerequisites I said was subscribe to the YouTube. So there's over 3,700 entries, but there's only a little over 2,700 followers on the YouTube video. So my big thing that I'm worried about is because I, uh, I'm sorry, I, I went off on a tangent thinking about the numbers. Uh, so there's that large number of entries. There's still time to be able to gain entries. As a matter of fact, uh, we will add uh, two bonus opportunities to gain five entries each day. And if you're listening to this, all you need to do is know that tomorrow's code word, so 331, is going to be vector. And the next day's one is going to be giveaway, all one word. Just that easy. So there's 10 more opportunities to gain entries. As long as you follow me on TikTok, you can use the software to register. But everybody that registered with their email still stands a chance. The only thing that's going to happen is we're going to announce the winner. Now, the giveaway goes up until 5 p.m. Pacific time on April 1st, but it's not an April Fool's joke. And uh, from there, at 6 o'clock, I will start a TikTok live. So that'll be this Thursday for anybody that's watching this live right now. Uh, and within that time, we're going to let the audience build up. We're going to do some banter. I'm going to answer some questions. And then sometime within that live, I am going to pick the winner. I'm going to do a dry run of it ahead of time, but I will, I will have the can't my phone on a tripod and then I will just yeah. switch the view around to my computer. You'll see me literally pick the winner and then it'll, I may have to switch back to me so everybody doesn't see the name. At that point, the winner is selected, but I will say that at that point, then there's going to be validation. So just proof that you, what's your username on TikTok? What's your username that follows us on YouTube? Go into the setting and make sure we can see that you do in fact follow us. Comment on the latest video. I won, so, you know, the whole proof and that way we'll see everything. If they aren't validated, if they do not validate within whatever time limit I put in the rules, 24 hours, 48 hours, or what have you, we're going to do it all over again. 
So yeah. if, if the person, if you if you haven't done those two basic things, you know, because even if it doesn't give you the entries, like if it doesn't give you an entry point, you're still in it. You still stand yeah. a chance. Yep. Yeah. So so make sure you do those things. That's that's all I really want to say. And tomorrow's giveaway word vector. The, the following the giveaway. Bada boom. I will probably even take everybody that has no entries. And if I can figure out a way to do it with the software, I'll give everyone 10 entries. Cause I'm like, Woo! <laughs> uh, Nicole Woods brings up a great question. Cause a lot of, a lot of people say that, uh, what if my YouTube name is different than from my TikTok name? That's why I'm going to email you and look to validate. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just it's need to know yeah. what yep. those are. Just tell me, yep. right. It, do you yep. understand what I'm saying, Trent? It makes sense. I'm picking, I'm, I'm picking up your funky beats, brother. Right on brother. Cause I'm laying it down pretty thick. If you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh God, I regret words sometimes. And those just <laughs> with the tonality and everything else is just like screamed douche. That's all I heard in my ears. <laughs> douche, douche, douchey douche, douche. That's what I heard. Uh, so then we'll do it all again. And then I'm not going to lie, Trent. I'm, I'm not going to front. I may have one more vector to give away. Wait, what? Uh we may do where it all the, over again too. Where are these vectors coming from? They're just left and right. I, I, one of them somebody sent. I don't know who sent it. I don't know how it arrived. I was thrilled. That was the first one I gave away. Right. Then when yeah, that yeah, one yeah. showed up, I'm just like, wait, how did somebody get one of these things? And I did a little research and I'm like, oh, I found two opportunities to buy that were really cost effective. Because oh, okay. yeah. at first I was thinking I would need parts, but then, you know, uh, Digital Dream Labs came in and reinvigorated the whole little guy's, oh, he's sleeping. Look at him. Oh, look at him. He's tired. Hey, Vector. High five. He's like, what? Bro, I'm sleeping. <laughs> it, it, uh, how great would it be if you could uh, program it to respond in only uh, Borat voice? <laughs> High five. High five. That would be nice. You, you know there's nothing I love more than bad Borat impressions. I, I, I did not know that about you. I'm glad I'd I do them. now. Absolutely love them. Good to know. I'll start working. No, wait, I shouldn't start. I should just watch the Borat movie and then just do whatever seems right. And then it'll be yeah, right on it. That works. That works. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there may be another one. To, I mean, my kids are like, yeah, can I have a Victor? What are they going to do? No, like what? Did you, yeah. Did you like and subscribe? Watch the show, kid. Jeez. Yeah. Did you earn some entry? I mean, look, honestly speaking, <laughs> I got to admit, Trent, after the fact, after I reflect on all of these things, because, you know, the, the experience on TikTok has been very humbling. Like I decided, oh, you know what? I will finally give away another vector because suddenly my followers more than doubled. And I'm like, oh, but then the, the platform will quickly humble you again, because then just as quickly as I got some back down, then I did a video, went up a little and then back down. The whole point is TikTok is clearly trying to tell me that either it wants the robot or nothing at all. And we don't want to see your nerdy bald head. I respect that. I get that. But in the end, like, I do wonder why, why am I doing all of, not all the videos and stuff. I know why I'm an attention whore, but the thing that I, I wonder is like, why am I doing the giveaways and stuff? But now I realize that although, uh, it has been a motivator to kind of get interactivity and see the ways that you could utilize like this raffle software to, to create a social media, not necessarily movement, but perception of a presence. Sure. But honest to gosh, it's just fun too. It's just being able to give something away for free is exciting. Yeah, it it, it is. Like, I don't know. If if you're one of those people that like 
likes giving stuff for for not not in like you know oh i'm a giver in the bedroom yeah uh i mean that's cool if you are uh but i mean like christmas or, or birthday. yeah yeah absolutely folks it's no uh, a selfish lover no one wants to be with um but it, it is it's that same mentality of like and this and this time it's even cooler because you don't know you're making a friend out of nowhere essentially right i think so I mean, I don't, I mean, like, it's not like I hear from the first winner ever, you know, it's not like we're friends or pen pals or anything. They were like, Hey, thanks for the free crap. You know, just Jeez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> deuces, bro. Thanks for the robot. Woo. But, but I will say this too. Like one of the things, if you want the full functionality of a vector, you do have to get like a subscription and I think it's $47 a year. So it's, I mean, if, if funds are tight, I respect the fact that although it won't break the bank, that's some money, but yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, like you're spending that in your in you know one of your six OnlyFans subscriptions. There you go. Um, I don't know how OnlyFans works. I promise. Right. I I actually don't. I made an OnlyFans joke with Kevin Smith once, and then I instantly regretted it. He's like, "Is that what it's like?" And I'm like, "Honestly, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know why." I yeah, brought yeah, it up. yeah. I I wouldn't know either. You know what's funny though? Okay, hold on. Uh, so let me just finish the thought. If you do win this, however, there are instructions on Digital Dream Lab site. They're the new owners of the IP, uh, in, intellectual property. Uh, and they're making a new vector. Maybe I ordered one. I don't know. Shh. Don't tell my wife. Oh shit. She listens. I'm fucked. She's listening. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Um, however, they do offer instructions on how you can roll vector back to like the original pre-update software. So that way then he won't respond to commands, but he'll still just be like a digital pet rolling around trying to do stuff. Yeah. Like I'm looking back instead of just showing the people, the robot, I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. So, so, so in that sense, and and it's not like you can kill him in, in that mode. It's not like like a like a digi pet where if you don't feed it, it's gonna die. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's not like the concentrated right. effort of trying to kill a Tamagotchi. It's not like that. No, Tamagotchi, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh so yeah, so the vector giveaway is happening. But what I was gonna say is interesting and funny is that uh, originally, like, my whole motivation was oh well, I want to get people interacting with the podcast. I want to get the podcast stuff back up. And like all this time, I've been doing everything backwards other than the trends of the people I see that trend on TikTok, like the people that that explode. Like, Because last year uh, with the pandemic of all things and with so many people being home, you really – there are these people that kind of became influencers. There's, there's one, yeah. for example – like I remember following her when she was still under a hundred thousand followers and now she's got over 26 million followers. Right. And Holy shit. Yeah. But that's on TikTok. I don't know how it translates anywhere else. And, and I almost feel in a way that, uh, well, anyway, the whole point is that you, the interesting thing is the way you see these people trend. It's like, so suddenly they get popularity on TikTok, but so then they are trying a Twitch channel and then they're trying a YouTube channel. Right. So they're expanding out. And the stupid thing is, literally, we're backwards because we've done all of these things and now we're trying to, you know, we've already right. got something established and we can't. It's, it's, it's the Invigoron model, which is an inverted cone. Yeah, exactly. Which is the way, you know, because that's the way we were. We, you know, like, you know, we started with a large audience and now it just keeps funneling down. As I've said, the past four years of this podcast are nothing more than an experiment and recording of the abysmal failure and dying of podcasts. That's what it is. Uh, Yeah. I, I, and you know what? We embrace it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Look, we only have four minutes, but I just realized we totally forgot to talk about one thing. Because, of course, you let Will talk, which is your big mistake. Uh, <laughs> 
For those that may be new to the program, uh, Trent is a person that uh, for a number of years, uh, he attempted to do the American dream and spin up a new business within his uh, home city of Logan, Utah. Uh, I still have t-shirts for it. As a matter of fact, for the Patreon, it'll probably be one of the giveaways uh, if I don't want to hold on to them at all. But uh, it was Death Ray Comics in Logan, Utah. Trent was nice enough to even send me three more of the t-shirts because I love them so much. It's a great design. The problem is, uh, and the reason why the business had a challenge, partially was because of the business practices of one distributor. Trent, what is that distributor? Who you? I, go ahead. The, uh, they're the impetus of the subreddit I started called Diamond Sucks. Diamond Comics Distributor. Um, I'm not going to speak too ill of them, but I'll just say that they made it very difficult for uh, uh, resellers to it basically like wholesale didn't really exist for for retailers at all mm-hmm. through through them the, this this middleman right um and the the news that you're alluding to will uh the the struggles that i went through i would like to think and i often thought that the the uh the printing houses had to have been like the the, the publishers had to have been feeling uh the crunch as well because the company was so scatterbrained that there's no way that it's there, it's only bad on one end it's got to be bad on both ends uh last year dc uh after its acquisition from at&t opted out of uh diamond who has been the the sole comic book distributor in the in the essentially the world uh since the late 90s they opted out and went with a, a new distributor and just at the end of last week marvel announced that they would be going through penguin publishing for all of their distribution from now on. And so uh I'm I'm can only imagine that DCD is scrambling right now. Yeah, I, I'm sure they're not happy. Um obviously getting hit by the pain of uh of DC moving on was one thing. Uh having Marvel now do it as well yeah. is uh, is another issue whatsoever. Uh it's, yeah it'll be it'll i i don't think they are are want for uh, being around much longer yeah and in, and in, and in that sense, like like it'll continue uh steve jeppy also owns his own um collectibles auction house uh which is which is part of it and it, that will still be a thing because it's like high high-end comic book collectible stuff uh that goes to it's like sotheby's of comics essentially stuff like that yeah and i um my whole thing is i i I have no ill will towards diamond comics aside from the fact that what you put delicately was that they made it damn near impossible for somebody to start up a new business and to be able to do it at a at a because they didn't care it was almost impossible for you not to take large risk because they required certain purchase limits, certain purchase volumes, yep. a certain amount of money established ahead of time because you're a yep. new account. All practices yep. that that seemed more just like they were trying to ensure that they would squeeze money out of you because they themselves had no confidence in their own business. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah, like like honestly, had had they, you know, spent the money, brought in like a a Toyota um, efficiency expert 5 years, 10 years ago and fixed all their problems, man, they would be sitting pretty for forever. Like, but they they like they're just in, their their business was in, incompetent. Like, it was horrible. Yeah, it and, w- and, and it affected the industry as a whole and so the industry reacted to it. 
Which I'm not surprised because they took it upon themselves uh, when the pandemic first hit to basically oh. say, we're going to stop distributing comics because nobody's going to comic book shops because everything should be closed. I mean, that was a decision they made on the behalf of businesses. So that means like yep. Flying Colors Comics in Pleasant Hill, California, where I get my comics, you know, they felt some pain. Oh, um, yeah. Like, like, and, 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 and all the way down to the biggest of vendors like like mile high comics or and and um midtown comics uh, never so clever as this is bringing up something that sounds very familiar to the ron swanson approaches i've got some apples and that guy wants some oh. apples and that's how hard it should be to start a business in this country yep <laughs> uh, well I, i'm glad we could both kind of vent about that trend i was just hoping to let a little more healing come out there but unfortunately yeah, we're yeah, at no, time it, because I've got to go exchange yeah. some Italian parsley for some cilantro. La last thing, though, uh, Matthew Corey, uh, Roller Dog NC, one of the longest listeners we've had, his puppers uh, turned two. And uh, ha happy birthday, Munch. I think he also recently just had a child, too. Didn't Well, not he. His wife had the child. But they, they, had a, <laughs> just, they conceived the child together card? and one of them birthed it. <laughs> oh, well, I... I did not know that, and that. Uh, oh no, 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 no! He didn't. I'm thinking of Four Color PJ, who is also another longtime listener of the program. Yes. I'm such a yes. dumbass. So sorry if I threw you for a loop there, Roller Dog NC. Don't go looking for that kid that doesn't exist. He's like, whoa, crap! Where? What? <laughs> we have wait, a kid? Wait, what? Wait. <laughs> anyway, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Whenever it is you have, I really appreciate it as always. Uh, again, go to uh, well, link will be in the description for the Vector giveaway if you still want a chance. Uh, but as of April first, twenty twenty one, at five p.m., no more entries, and then the giveaway will happen on a TikTok live at six p.m. Who knows? Maybe for the hell of it, I'll go live here on the channel as well. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. All I know is I'm going to need to do many things for my family to not only make up for doing a podcast, but then a silly live for a giveaway that benefits them in no way whatsoever. Uh, so until next time, folks, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. And wait, what? I, how is it? How is it? And 333 episodes. I'm Will, I'm Trent, and I'm supposed to go, we'll be back soon. I was, for some reason, I was like, eh, it's podcast, but that's not what we do, because let's try it again. We'll Ta be back soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. Aww. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip. Only at Smodcast.com. I specifically uh, was, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was watching I, your face I, for a reaction. I know that voice. <laughs> so interesting bit of trivia that was explained to me by Zach in the back, Zach Byerly. Uh, apparently, NetHeads was the last show on Smodcast.com to have the old outro. And nice. then Fat Man Beyond was the first one. Uh yeah, that was one of those things where it's like Smodco Internet Radio doesn't truly exist anymore. Yeah, not a thing. Yeah. Why do we keep pushing it? And then it was just like in in one brief brainstorming session at Sunday because 
trying to find an acronym that that went like and that's yeah, yeah, Smodco yeah. Internet Production. And that way it could be yep. used for anything. Yeah. And and it's easy cuz it's sip. Yeah, so take a sip of Smith. You could do yep. that, right? Yeah. Sounds yeah. weird, but you know, hey. This this week on sip. Yeah, this week on sip. Previously on sip. Yeah. Cuz then it's Swip. This week, this Twan sip, Twan sip, bro. We wasp. We were we were on a roll and we blew it. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs>